what about what about Eddie Clark's penguin? That's a perfect Eddie Clark and his penguin. The, the penguin skates on the stage dressed as a rabbi. It's hilarious. The penguin's got a beard like a. I'd like to help you, Danny. But Weinstein's majestic bungalow colony is a classy place, and I need a classy act. Well, that's why I want to show you this lady. She is the Yasha Heifetz of this instrument. She is really something. You got to see this, Philly. It's absolutely incredible. Just. Never took a lesson. Self-taught. Next year, Philly, my hand to God, she's going to be at Carnegie Hall. But you, I let you have a now at the old price, okay? Which, which is anything you want to give me. Anything at all, Philly. Hi, I'm Alan Altman. And I'm Dave Jovskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. It's a rainy night in Paris And I'm sitting by the Seine It's a pleasure to be soaking in The European rain Now my belly's full of fancy food and wine Oh, but in the morning there'll be hell to pay Somewhere along the line In the morning there'll be hell to pay Somewhere along the line Hello and welcome to Billy Jola A to Z. Well, we've been having so much fun talking about fun songs and hits like scenes from an Italian restaurant, sleeping with the television on, sometimes a fantasy. It had to come to an end soon. <laughs> today we discuss. Don't worry, everybody. I, I, I think I might like this song. As today we discuss the song Somewhere Along the Line. Somewhere along the line is tucked away as the ninth song just before Captain Jack on the Piano Man album released on November 9th, 1973. This song appears nowhere else. So I guess we'll just go right into the rankings <laughs> since nobody ever talks about this song and uh, it's possible I might have never heard it before, but I think I did and I'll explain that later. We'll start with Christopher Bonanos, and I don't mind telling you, Alan Glenn Gamboa hates this song, but Christopher Bonanos has a better feeling about it. Where do you think he ranks it out of 121 songs? All right, a hint. Um, I'm going to put it somewhere in the middle. I think he'll put it at 66. Nope, 78. An early song from his Depression canon. <laughs> I would read this word, but I don't understand what it, I can't pronounce it. This one seems to be about anhedonia. Anhedonia, maybe like uh, anti-hedonism. I'm, I'm, I'm looking to you, my Ivy League friend. I've never heard of that word either. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Okay, so I do feel like a jackass sometimes. A n h e d o n i a. Yeah, I think it's something about the downsides of hedonism. So because he's talking about ah. how he has to pay for you know later on for smoking and drinking and all. You know these what? Fun You're things. absolutely right. That's right. Because he does quote, "It's all going to catch up to you." But he continues to say, but it's musically a little flat. Might be fodder for the right cover artist. Interesting. Glenn Gamboa puts it at 108. That is out of 124 songs. He, I believe he can't stand. It's a pleasure to be soaking in the European rain. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Actually, I, I kind of liked that when I first heard. <laughs> and the fans rank it at 81. So, all right. With uh, When it comes to Dave Juskow and early Billy Joel songs, I when I heard the the what do you call it the uh, the gist you know the 
Ba, 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 ba. I'm like, okay, I've definitely heard that before. I don't know where, like when I saw that it was somewhere along the line, I'm like, I, I don't exactly know what this song is. Then I've, okay, I've heard this. And I think it's the same thing. I think there was one day or a, 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 a time, and I want to say it's like Jack Dempsey's bar downtown, which doesn't exist anymore on like 4th Street and 2nd Avenue and Lower East Side that we used to go to that. I just think they played Piano Man, the album, all the time. Because then, remember I told you, I definitely heard Ain't No Crime, didn't realize it was Billy Joel. Yeah. And I've heard this song because I can remember that melody. Bah, 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 bah. So I can that's in my head. But again, I had no idea it was Billy Joel. Probably. I mean, I'm sure I could have figured it out if it wasn't loud in the bar. You know, I mean, it's obvious once you hear his voice and what it is. But yeah, it's not the greatest song in hearing it again off the Piano Man album. However, the live versions are much better in this case, as we've spoken about before, the the one at Nassau Coliseum really moves that was done in 77. I really enjoyed that. And the Capitol Theater one is very good in 76. Your thoughts on this song? Yeah, I agree with you. Also, 75 Great American Music Hall, that, that concert that was recently released officially. Um, he opens with that. And I think it's a great oh. version there, too. Oh, I haven't heard that one. That's the San Francisco one? Yeah. That's the one where we have that great version of uh, the one from The Stranger, the last song on The Stranger. Uh, Everybody Has a Dream. Yes. Right. Oh, I'll have to check that out. Thank you. Yeah. So you'll like it. It's a cool version. Uh, yeah, I like this song a lot. That's not a great, great song, but it's really fun. Like you were just saying in the intro, how we did all these fun songs before. This is a fun, unknown song because clearly Billy Joel likes it. It's got fun lyrical content about, you know, overeating, smoking, drinking, cheating. Uh, you know, it's a song about indigestion and hangovers. Uh, it's really a Dave Juskow classic. <laughs> Well, exactly. Once I heard the first line, now my belly's full of fancy food and wine. It's like per like I, I when I listen to the song, I'm always doing other things. I listen the first time and I well, I usually actually sit there and listen to it first. But then it went for the first, you know, I there were certain lines that drew my attention where I went back to just watching the Piano Man album cover on, on YouTube. Mm -hmm. You know, just staring at it because that's you know what we used to do in the seventies when we were listening to an album. You just stare at the album cover for hours. So the the things, of course, that caught my line. It's a pleasure to be soaking in the European rain. I'm like, ooh, I mean that's stupid, but I also but it caught my attention. And then of course now my belly's full of fancy food and wine. I'm like, wait a second, I think I'm gonna like this song. This guy's this. How could you not? How could Dave Jessica not like Billy Joel? He loves talking about food. It's fantastic. <laughs> Seriously, if we didn't know now that he was Jewish, we would have figured that out, let alone being Italian. I guess that's what you do when you're Italians and Jews. You write songs about your mother, girls and food. <laughs> that's the way it works. Yeah. And actually, the original I don't know if you heard the demo. The original lyric there was now my belly's full of Italian meatball subs. You are lying. And onion rolls. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I was like, I did hear the demo, and I just, I feel like I would have heard that one and been like, I would have written that down. That demo, you mean with just like the piano? Yeah, piano and just and some a little harmonica just to make you not oh, like it a little. God, bit more. right. And I put that out of my mind. Boy, can you imagine making a more depressing song by just having the piano? At least he, he kind of built it up. And again, the album version isn't as good as these live versions, which real that Nassau Coliseum one even kicks off you know, good. And like you just said, Great American Music, you say you opened with it. So 
if he wants to open with a song like this, I guess you're right. He really does enjoy it. And because it doesn't, it's not a, a song you'd think you would open with. Like I said, it's on the ninth, it's the ninth track off Piano Man. And to open with it is an interesting choice. Ladies and gentlemen, will you please welcome Mr. Billy Joe? Well, it's a rainy night in Paris, and I'm sitting by the Seine. It's a pleasure to be soaking in the European rain Now my belly's full of fancy food and wine Oh, but in the morning they'll be held to pay Somewhere along the line In the morning they'll be held to pay Somewhere along the line Yeah, actually I'll skip ahead to the live stuff just because it's relevant right now. So he's played this song 41 times live. It's the 60th most played song. He hasn't played it at all since 1979. But in the 70s, when he used to play it all the time, it was always the first or second song on every concert. Well, that's interesting. So I guess, I yeah, I guess he just made this his opening. Well, I guess that's the question. You're saying the 70s uh, before The Stranger, right? Like in the early 70s. No, even he played it pretty much. He played it a lot in 77 and 78 and 79. Um, and he would open with it, like even after The Stranger? No, so, so that's when he would play it second. So when on The Stranger tour, he would play The Stranger to open the concert. Oh, that makes sense. And then he would play this. And during the Turnstiles era, he would sometimes play Angry Young Man to open the concert and right. then play this. We love, And then play this. Wasn't that interesting? Like I said, I don't, I kind of remember it, but I don't remember the song at all. And when I saw it on the list, I, I actually, I think I asked you, I'm like, oh, is this an unreleased track? You know, it's just something yeah, might he as well could, be for you. Yeah, he could play it a hundred times. I wouldn't know the name of the song. I didn't understand. But now I kind of like it. I love I like the message. And I like well, you know, when you're talking about the live stats, they, I think it's like it's the theme of the song doesn't make sense for Billy to sing now that he's in his old age because that didn't happen to him. Nothing caught it besides his weight. <laughs> Nothing really. He, he made it. <laughs> he well, didn't have to pay for it. Sort of, but I mean, you would definitely say that all the smoking, which he sings about in the second verse, although he does not have lung cancer, thank goodness, but he definitely has that raspy voice, which you don't like. Well, yeah, you know, you understand how I feel about the smoking that definitely caught up. But the fact that he's still alive at 70 after all those cigarettes, you can't sing this song anymore because what are you telling people it catches up to? Well, when? What day, Billy, is that going to catch up to? If he had died at 50, then you could say that. But, you know, it, it, it didn't. He's got a, a, a young wife. He's got two kids. It's he. It, the quote is, he doesn't appear to be paying the price for the excesses and indiscretions of his youth. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess he can't play it anymore because then you'd just be really, uh, you know, being like, and remember, kids, it might happen to you. Wait, you're saying if I smoke and drink and eat a lot and cheat, I'll be able to play shows in MSG in my 70s? Is, it, is that what you're saying? Sounds oh, pretty good. Right. I guess that message doesn't work as well as I thought. So. Yeah, let's look at that. The it is it's again, uh, I love the sections. There's three separate sections. The first section is about indulging in food and drink. Hell yeah. 
The second section is cigarettes. Sweet Virginia cigarette. Right. I love that he uses Virginia again. A little preview, even though I know those are a, a, a type of cigarette. But yeah, but I think it's a really cool word choice there to call it a sweet Virginia cigarette. It's like yeah, a really nice poetic way to say that. And the third is women. Oh, and then there's the fourth one is age. He goes food, cigarettes, women, age. It all catches up. Yeah. The last one is the most inaccurate for him now as an old man to be singing a verse. Hey, it's good to be a young man. But it wouldn't be unusual because like the who do that. They still sing my generation, which is like, hope I die before I get old. But that's a hit. It is pathetic. But you're right. Hey, it's good to be a young man and to live the way you please. Yes, a young man is the king of every kingdom that he sees. But there's an old and feeble man not far behind. Oh, that surely will catch up to him somewhere along the line. Well, it didn't. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he might be old, but he's not feeble. No, he's definitely not feeble. And he, again, if he, you know, I mean, really, if he worked out and he lost weight, you, you wouldn't. This song would be completely around. I mean, really, all he had besides the smoking and most people probably don't even notice it the way I do in the sense of his voice. We I don't think we'd come back from the Billy Joel concert and be like, dude, he doesn't have it anymore because he does. It's just different. And they got to do it in lower keys. And that's from the smoking or maybe that's from age. But, you know, there's definitely a difference from the smoking. That's the only thing. And that and most people wouldn't notice that. Of course, we notice it because we always play songs from the album versions or live early ones. And then we hear the 2019 stuff. So that's when we mostly notice. But otherwise, besides the weight, you would never notice that there's any, you know, look, you know, if he lost weight, you you, you would be like this song. You got to throw this. How would how dare you? write a song like this and he did lose weight now he's pretty svelte well you know what i mean i mean if he actually just worked out i mean he could really look good and be great and run around maybe get a nice hair piece or something oh i don't know imagine he goes shows up one day at a concert and he has like his 70s hair again he should do that anyway he loves having a good time he should do a halloween one where he dresses like a 70s self with the red suit and the tie and the hair that'd be hilarious shave like any kind of goatee just keep, keep himself looking exactly or wear his like glass houses, black leather jacket. Right. This is the stuff we always talk about. And of course, he could get a suit to fit him. You know, I mean, you got money. You can make it, you know, no matter how you look and you could look better in it. But that's the funny thing. It's like he really is lazy. He just doesn't care. I mean, he could have so much more fun for us in the sense of, you know, it's October show at MSG. So I'm going to do something fun. I'm going to dress up in my old outfits with my hair, like you're saying, right? A little costume. Maybe yeah. make some costume changes or do a, you know, like uh, like we we're saying, do I'm this month, I'm doing a show for myself. I'm playing somewhere along the line. I'm playing Baby Grand. I, I don't know, whatever he likes, like we were talking about. I'm playing some tracks I never play. Yeah. And he just doesn't give a shit. Like, I mean, it's not like I'm saying he's not. We talked about this uh, somewhere uh, in the Christmas one. She's right on time where he clearly does care about his fans, but he also he's doing the least amount of stuff to get by. Mm-hmm. You got to respect that. Oh, I sure do. Jesus Christ. You're damn right. I do. You know, this one was also filmed for Don Kirshner's rock concert. As you know, we. Love. yeah, I know <laughs> your favorite show. Horrible version, but uh, still, he got to play this in 1973 on Don Kirshner's rock concert, where he was probably, even though it it might not have seemed that way, kind of like, you know, it's funny after he made it on Saturday Night Live when we were talking about She's Got Away, 
Like he clearly didn't give a shit. Like he's asked to do Saturday Night Live. Obviously, he doesn't. Stranger comes out. He's like, "Oh, I'm on Saturday Night Live, and it's a brand new show." And it's exciting. And then the next time he's on, he's like, "You mind if I do it from the studio, Billy? It's a live show. You have to be, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna do it from the studio." Like he just, uh, you know, it's like yeah. he's like Don Kirshner's rock concert. Yes. And then once he's made it and he's done three albums in a row that are amazing, he's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna do it from my studio. That's all right, right?" And he never returned Don Kirshner's calls again. <laughs> Well, I think that happened to a lot of bands. I don't even think he talks to Kansas anymore. Don, we're done because after our first album, nobody heard from us again. So that's a problem. Well, Dave, it's time for the trivia portion of the show. Do you have a stumper for me? So soon? We're not even 40 minutes in. Um, <laughs> oh, I got a good one for you today, Alon. It's hilarious. It's an audio trivia. Ooh. Yes. Doing a little Jeopardy action. We're twi- making it up today. All right. <laughs> this song is hilarious. And as soon as I heard him mention the food stuff, I thought of this song. It's from a Woody Allen movie. And the trivia question is to guess what movie it's from. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Oh, if you overrate too much tonight, I got a great song. If the Paisans would understand this, Ajita. Uno, two. Ajita. My goomba. What I eat, he gets a treat like a gonzo. He enjoys every meal, every bite that I steal. Ajita, my gumba in the bonzo. Some people like their pizza, some people like a souffle, and others like hot pepper on everything they eat. You'll hunger with a woolly to taste that bacala. Then all at once you think, well, I answer to Goomba. My lovely, lovely woman, I hate to see her cry. But when I start to manja, I get the evil eye. My woolly's getting stronger. How the hell with my Goomba? Then I get it from my woman. Check the box and ask you that. Ah, in the bonzo When I eat, he gets a treat Like a gonzo He enjoys every meal Every bite that I steal I should have my goomba In the bonzo So I, I let it play <laughs> I wanted to talk about certain things uh, But can you First of all, that song is hilarious, and you can see how it just this, it's, this song somewhere along the line totally reminded me. The first thing I went to, what Woody Allen movie is it from? Well, first, that is Woody Allen singing, right? It is not. Damn it. Okay. What are you nuts? <laughs> <laughs> it's that movie where he plays an Italian guy. Uh, I have no idea. I'll just say Annie Hall. I know it's not right. Oh, that's sad for you. Uh, it is this brilliant, brilliant movie called Broadway Danny Rose. And if you haven't, I've been talking about it a lot lately. It's a coincidence that this came up again. I just turned Marina Franklin onto it. It's so good. And the fact that you don't know it as a comic is sad for you. It's a really good movie from 1984. And this guy, they found this guy and they went searching for this guy. His name was Nick Apollo Forte. And he had this, I think this was his song. And, you know, they put it in the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's just so funny because it's like he, he he's just some people like their pizza. Some people like souffle, and others like hot pepper on everything they eat. Couldn't you see Billy singing this song? Yeah. <laughs> and hunger with a vulgar to taste some bacala. 
<laughs> and then of course he's like, but when I start to manja, I get the evil eye. <laughs> like it's the just, Ajita. Oh, it's so funny. It, it, the audience goes crazy, and that's kind of the gag, like that, you know, whatever. But you got to see this movie. It's so good. He plays this agent to all these awful people, and this guy who playing Lou Canova is his big client. And uh, you know, his other acts are ventriloquists and you know, bird acts and uh-huh. stuff, and they're all awful and. Everybody always leaving. Mia Farrow got nominated actually for it. She plays uh, a uh, mob uh, girlfriend or Lukanov's girlfriend, but she's definitely doing the mob thing, you know. Yeah. Danny, you rat. You know, like this. It's really, uh-huh. she was very good in it. And it's funny, of course, to see them together at all now, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie. You should check it out. But that song, as soon as, as, soon as I saw, heard the line, now my belly's full of fancy food and wine. If you see this guy doing the song, this Nicopal Forte in this movie, you then you can picture. I don't know. He's just like making the actions. Oh, what happens when you eat too much? Oh, la 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 <laughs> la 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 la. It's just it's a total actual scenes from an Italian restaurant on the a scale of not as classy as Billy Joel. <laughs> I gotta check it out. That sounds awesome. I yes, love the song. Yeah, well, the song is not part of it. That's how they. That's the op- that goes over the opening credits of the movie. Oh which is rare for Woody Allen because normally he just puts the opening credits up because he's made it. He does not, he doesn't like to be distracted by the credits. So he normally just has regular music going on. So it's very rare, but yeah, you got to see this movie. You're a comic. It takes place in Carnegie Deli with all the comics. In fact, um, your favorite from Seinfeld, uh, the the guy with the astronaut pen, Jack Klompus. Yeah. Jack Klompus tells the whole story of of Broadway. Danny Rose. He tells, he's, he sits there and tells the Danny Rose story. I have the best Danny Rose story. Anyway, uh, do you have an audio one for me? No, just a regular one. Well, it's, it's audio in that I'm going to tell you it. I'm not going to have you read the, the, the uh, trivia question. Okay. Okay, so the drummer on this song and on most of the songs on Piano Man is this guy named Ron Tut. Ron Tut played in the backing band for what legendary musician that Billy Joel later named a song for? King Tut. <laughs> no? Yeah, that's correct. Musician later named a song for it. Named a song for. Named like the name of the song is the guy. Yeah. Or gal. Or gal. He named a song after a musician. Yeah. How could I not know this? This must be the most obvious answer. At first, I thought, of course, Ray Charles. thought of Stevie Winwood. We've already done that a hundred times. A gal musician, a gal musician. There's no, no, no I, I was just saying to be egalitarian. It could be a guy or a gal. Oh, oh, okay. Um, so, it, well, just tell me, is it a boy or a girl? I it's a guy. Oh, okay. Oh, Elvis Presley Boulevard. Yeah, that's right. Elvis Presley. Elvis, Elvis Presley. Sorry. I was right. I, then I couldn't, I was sitting, staring here. I'm like, wait, did you ask the question? What song was it? Or who did he? Okay. Well, I got it. So I narrowed it down by your clues. Good. Good job. Yeah. Good for me. What a great song that is. <laughs> you know, this guy, when he's writing tributes, I think people would be like, you know, Billy, I appreciate that. Don't write me a song. <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, well, you, you, the song itself you like because you like the original version of it. Yeah, I like the original End version. of the world. So you just yes. don't like the lyrics Billy put into the tribute. No, I don't like Elvis Presley Boulevard. I like the end of the world. It's a completely different song. Yeah. Ba-da-da-da-da. Ah, 
I mean, you saw me when I was playing it for you. I was like going, my hands were in the air. I was so excited. It is such a festive song. They should play that like in the seventh inning stretch at baseball games. Oh, my God. They totally should, especially at least in New York. Yeah. Ugh, the traditions they have for seventh inning songs are just stupid anyway. Remember they're playing Cotton Eye Joe all the time for yeah. the Yankees? What the hell is happening? <laughs> and they should definitely be playing for the Mets. They should be playing Billy Joel stuff. I mean, they love him there. They, sh- they should definitely do a local boy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know he's played at Yankee Stadium too, but I told you about that thing they did at the Mets game for him. The Piano Man, we were doing it. Yeah. Play something that has something to do with uh, Billy, you know? I agree with that. He should be in everything. All right, I can't even imagine what kind of parody you have today. Again, when I was listening to this song, I'm like, how does he even know? I I had trouble just singing the beginning melody. Uh, you're so good at doing that. So what do you got today for our Weird Alon parody? Today's Weird Alon is called Somewhere on the F-Line. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. It's about the New York City subway. Right. I guess I knew right away, but yes, you do have to let people know that. Yeah. If you guys don't know, the New York City subway is the greatest subway in the world. That's not really. It's kind of dirty and gross. It's and the scary. worst subway in the world. Right. But 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 you have to make a case that you only pay. I mean, all right. Now it's like 275, but it used to be where, you know, you pay 275 and you can go all the way from technically New Jersey, like the, you know, right. New Jersey, like the where 40 seconds, the Hudson Yards are all the way to Long Island, pretty much for 275. Yeah. Or yeah, from so, practically Yonkers all the way down to Coney Island. Yeah, it's, it's in that sense. Yes, it's pretty good. They just don't keep it up anyway. OK, well, it's a rainy night in Brooklyn, so I'm hopping on the train. I'm pretty sure I'm sitting in a puddle of urine. Now a bum <laughs> is singing, darling Clementine. Oh, from the awful stench, I know that I'm somewhere on the F line. Well, from the homeless guy who's flashing me, I'm somewhere on the F-line. Oh, oh. The next stop is Times Square, 42nd Street. Oh, that's it? That's it. Strange ending, but I did enjoy the song. And uh, yeah, well done. And if you can rhyme urine with anything, then you've done your job. (laughs) It was a a stretch. (laughs) Well, it was pretty good. What are you going to do? It's somewhere along the line. You know, I don't think people were expecting big things. (laughs) True. Good job. Thank you. Well, folks, that was somewhere along the line. If you like our podcast, be sure to go to Apple and give us five stars. We release new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, so make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss a single one. Follow us on social media at Billy Joel A to Z and give us some feedback. Do you feel that Billy hasn't paid for any of his excesses? Do you prefer the live version versus the studio version? Don't you love when Billy writes songs about food? Oh, I do. Have you ever soaked in the European rain? <laughs> Ew. And does Bacala give you agita? La 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 la. Bum, bum, <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Until next time, I'm Alon Altman. I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. Ba-da-da-da-da. Hey, it's good to be a young man and to live the way you please. It's a young man. There's an old and feeble man not far behind Oh, and it surely will catch up to him Somewhere along the line Surely will catch up to him
Thank you. Thank you.